0: that you would just open up new doors of opportunity for them. In Jesus' name, bless us, Lord, so that we can be a blessing to others. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen. So if that's you today, go ahead and give after the service. Um, Feel free. So today, the word that God put on my heart is called being led by the Spirit. Everybody say, be led by the Spirit. Amen. We're going to open up our Bibles to Acts 5, 12, through 16. Acts five twelve through 16. Oh. It is exciting to be here tonight on the miracle night because this is something that ever since I g- gave my life to the Lord, I've always been passionate about seeing the power of God move in us and through us. We understand that God is just amazing in the way that he moves. And if it wasn't for him moving in the Holy through the Holy Spirit, you know, in somebody else's life, I wouldn't be here today. The fact that God used somebody else to speak words into my life, that there's no way this man, this pastor, preacher man could have known. You know, I wouldn't be here today. I gave my life to the Lord four years ago because there was one person who was obedient to the words that God gave him. And I just praise God for his power. And I know that his power is for each and every believer here in this place today. Amen? Do you believe that's for you too? The power of God is for you as well. But the one thing is that we need to be led by the Spirit of God. The life of the disciple has always been meant to be displayed through signs, wonders, and miracles. Isn't that exciting? Christianity is not meant to be boring. If you know Jesus in this place, you are meant to live a powerful life, to encounter God in ways that are unimaginable to other people and to present him into this world. But yet when we do see these these signs and these wonders, we're surprised when people get healed. We're surprised when people get delivered. You know, it's like, we're surprised that God actually does what he said he would do. God said that he would use us. He said that he would pour out his spirit on his children so strong and so powerfully that the lame would walk, the blind eyes would see. Do you understand that? He would give a words of wisdom and knowledge to his children. The only requirement is one thing, and it's for us to believe. Everybody say believe. As we get ready to pray tonight for whatever needs we have in this room today. I want you to keep in mind that he wants you to take this power, this passion, this excitement, and take it back out into the streets. Take it back out into, into the lives of your family members and friends because he wants you to be led by the Spirit. He wants you to touch the lives of others and make his name known. Amen? If you study the, the, the life of the early church, you know, after Jesus rose from the dead, It was so powerful how it moved, how it transformed a nation. Do you understand? It transformed a nation and still continues to transform the world today. Why? Because the church, the body of Christ, was being led by the Spirit of God. They understood the power and the authority they had. They understood the reality that unless they preached the gospel, unless they they were being led by the Spirit, that some people would never be reached. You and I in this place need that same obedience tonight. We need that same relationship with God where we can hear God's voice so strong and so intimately that when he says go, we go. Amen? All right, Acts 5, 12-16. It says, The apostles heal many. The apostles performed many signs and wonders among the people. And all the believers used to meet together in Solomon's colonnade. No one else dared join them. And even though they were highly regarded by the people. Nevertheless, more and more men and women believed in the Lord and were added to their number. As a result, people were brought the sick into the streets and laid them on beds and mats so that at least Peter's shadow might fall on some of them as he passed by. Crowds gathered also from, from the towns around Jerusalem, bringing their sick as those tormented by impure spirits, and all of them were healed. Amen. It says, the apostles performed many signs and wonders. This is what was said about them. What if this was said about us today, the Christians? Wow, the Christians, you know, if you're sick, you can just go over there, and they're going to heal you, you know, because they have this God. They serve this God that is so awesome that if you just pray and ask, he's actually going to heal you. What if they said that about the church today where we live, here in the city of Chicago, our local church, and even the universal church as a whole? Wouldn't that change some things now? See, it says that they performed many miracles. So right now, in Acts 3, 1 through 10, I'm just going to read one of the accounts of the wonders that were performed in Acts 3, 1 through 10. We're going to talk about Peter and John. It says, one day, Peter and John were going up to the temple at the time of prayer at 3 in the afternoon. Now a man who was lame from birth was being carried to the temple gate called Beautiful, Serving God is amazing, isn't it? It's fun. It's exciting. You and I are called to have this. When we get out of religion, when we get out of of just coming to church and just going home and reading the Bible, you know, and just keeping it all to ourselves, you know, we're just feeding ourselves over and not letting it out. It's exciting. The first thing that I want to point out to you is that Peter and John were on their way to pray. Your ministry, I've heard it time and time again throughout You know, in in my four years with the Lord, you know, from different men and women of God, your ministry can only go as deep as your prayer life. You cannot do more than when you pray. You cannot, you have to, you must, must have this communication with God. Amen. You see it in the life of Jesus where he had to get away. He had to go up to the mountain to pray. He, he asked his disciples to sit down with him and to pray for at least an hour. You see it in the epistles all throughout the Bible. Pray, pray, pray. And I'm just going to read a few of them. First Timothy, Paul tells Timothy, I urge you. He says he urges him, first of all, to uh, that petitions, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgiving be made for all people. They must be in prayer. In Philippians 4, 6, he says, do not be anxious about anything but in everything. By prayer, petition, and thanksgiving. Present your request to God. We must be in this relationship with Him. He He's not just gonna go off of what what we're thinking, you know, He's just gonna read our minds. We have to make our requests known. In James 5:15, and the prayer offered in faith will make the sick person well, and the Lord will raise them up. If they have sinned, they will be forgiven. We must pray. Prayer is not a suggestion. It's a must. We must continue in this relationship with him. And it's, so as they're going on their way to pray, they have this agenda. They have some, some place they need to go to. They stopped. Number two, they stopped when they heard the need. How many times do you and I just hear the needs of people and we just ignore them? We turn our cheek. We see the homeless man begging in the middle of the street and we just turn our cheek. We don't have money. We don't have change. We only have enough for us. But we turn. We, we must learn to stop as disciples and not be in such a hurry. Proverbs 3.28, it says, Do not say to your neighbor, come back tomorrow and I'll give it to you when you already have it with you. We might not have the silver and the gold, but we have Jesus Christ. Amen. We can, af- we can offer to people. We must always be ready to fill the need. Jesus always stopped for the one. John 4, it, it, it speaks about when Jesus... Stopped to speak to the Samaritan woman. Jesus was tired. Do you understand? After a long day, and this woman comes and he begins to talk. He begins to talk to her. pour into her. You know, read her mail. Give her a word of wisdom, a word of knowledge. And he stopped in Mark five twenty four. Jesus stops for the woman who had been bleeding for twelve years. He stopped for for the synagogue leader named Jairus. Because his daughter was dead. He stopped for the crowds because they were hungry. He stopped. We must learn to stop. We are on God's agenda. And when we're praying and when we're in the spirit, we can learn to to discern and identify when God is leading us into certain conversations. And number three, they acted upon that faith. They acted upon the need. They saw the need and they were going to fill it. James 2, 17 through 18. It says, in the same way, faith by itself, if it is not accompanied by action, is dead. But someone will say, you have faith, I have deeds. Show me your faith without deeds, and I will show you my faith by my deeds. We say we have faith, we say we go to church, we're on our way to pray, we're on our way to this concert, we're on our way to this ministry, but we're not operating in this faith. It's, we got to learn how to put it into practice, and that's what we we need to learn today. God didn't give us the Holy Spirit so we can just sit back and be comfortable, but to be his witnesses with power and authority everywhere that we go. So tonight you may say, why am I sharing this with you? Because I don't want you to just come up here and receive the healing and receive deliverance, but I want you then, not only after you've received, to then go out and be used by the Holy Spirit yourself. Amen? For you to be filled with the power of God in this place and be used. So that you can be his instrument. You and I can be his hands and his feet. You and I can be his voice. Amen? Amen. So what do we do after we leave here? How do we leave changed? How do we leave transformed? After we read the simple passage, we got to just walk with Jesus continuously. We're filled with the spirit of God. We got to be kingdom minded. When we wake up in the morning, we, we should Know that God has something for us to do. Not let our days just go by us. You know, sometimes we just waste our days away. Oh, well, today was just another one of those days. And it just leaves us. But God has something for us each and every day. There's a person that God wants us to pour into each and every day. If we just look at them, if we just turn and open up our eyes to see what, what God has, we need to see the people See the need in the people around us. Let God open up our eyes to see the needs and not become numb to the homeless, not become numb to th- to those who are addicted, to that family member that seems to always have the same problem and we just become numb. Let God open up our eyes to see the need in people. And number three, we need to give them Jesus. We're not just here to give you know, money away just throw it away aimlessly. We're not here without wisdom. We're not here to just give people a program, give people, oh, just come to this to this outreach. No, that's not what we're here. We're here to give them Jesus. The best gift we could ever give someone is Jesus. See, Peter and John, they didn't have the money, but they knew what they had. Don't try to give people answers to pains if you don't even understand them. All they need is Jesus Christ. Lead them to Christ. Amen. Today we're going to pray for healings and and deliverances. If you're addicted to anything, God wants to set you free. If you're sick in your body, God wants to heal you. If you need to be filled with the Holy Spirit, God is going to fill you up like never before. Amen. But after today, and if if you're here and you're saying, I'm good with God, I want you to cry out to God. And I want you to ask him to fill you up with such a hunger and a passion to ignite you on fire so that when you leave this place, you can go forth and you can pray for the sick. And you can pray, you know, for those who need deliverance. Amen. And the power of God, because it's for you and I today. It didn't die way back then. It's still, the power is still for us today. You know, when I first got saved, I was so excited about the power of God. And I took a missions trip with, uh, with a bunch of friends here at this church and we went to New Orleans and on Bourbon Street and I just love this testimony because this, this trip just stretched us so much. You know, no sleep, no not enough food, just it was amazing. But as we're out on the street and we keep talking to people, you know, can I talk to you about Jesus? Getting into arguments. You know, I, we were tired by the end of the night and so my partner and I, um, we ended up seeing this guy, and we just began telling him, "Jesus loves you. God loves you." You know, um, we just wanted to go home at this point, but God, as we were on God's agenda, as we were doing what He had called us to do, He began to show us that this man needed deliverance. As we began to tell him God loves him, he begins to say, "God hates me. I hate myself, and I want to kill myself." God opened up the door of opportunity for us to pray for him right then and there in the middle of Bourbon Street and for him to get delivered because this man had demons inside of him. Amen? In the middle of Bourbon Street, as people are walking by asking, what's going on, what's going on? We're able to testify and share. God is setting this man free. So it was a testimony to other people. And that's what these signs and wonders are supposed to do. It's not just for us to boast, but it's to lead people to Jesus Christ. Amen. So when you get healed and you get touched from God, you are to testify and glorify the King of Kings. Amen. He wants to use you in this place to bring healings and deliverances to other people. Amen. I want to invite you guys all up here right now. We're going to have a time of, of just meditating on the word. I want to invite you guys up here as for a few minutes. We're just going to pray. You're going to pray on your own. And you're just going to meditate on this word and you're just going to ask God to to give you the ability to be led by the spirit each and every day and not just waste our days. But every day to be able to see the need in those around us. pray, Holy Spirit, that you just, just open up our hearts, dear God, that we would always be in step with your spirit, being led by you, Lord. That we wouldn't make it about our own schedules, our own agendas, but we would see the need around us, dear God, and be used by you mightily, Holy Spirit. Signs, wonders, and miracles to transform, dear God, this city, transform this nation and the world around us. In Jesus' name, Holy Spirit, speak to us.